Well, hey everybody, Jonathan Dorr with you once again. Welcome back to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. Great to have the pleasure of your company for just a few moments. I'm feeling good this morning. It's not just the caffeine. I had a good weekend. I uh, went and did a sort of 200-kilometer bike race in central, in the, one of the wine regions of central New South Wales. Did that uh, with one of my brothers, which was a lot of fun. So 200 kilometers on a bike, feeling pretty good, actually. I uh, recovered pretty well. But uh, great to be back in my routines. I wanted to talk about that quickly. Uh, routines. Routines of prayer. Rhythms of life are such a crucial thing for Catholic educators. Look at the monastic tradition. I mean, why do you think that if we go right back to the start of Catholic history, that monasticism, you look at the Desert Fathers and the Desert Mothers in Palestine in the uh, early 1st and 2nd century, what was it that drew people to the monastic life? And why did they structure it the way they did? You know, why why didn't they just structure monastic life with people kind of just sitting around and doing whatever took their fancy at any particular time? Why were these structures in place? Well, I think it's because there was a deep awareness that as humans, we, we tend to thrive under structures that, uh, that really resonate with the truth of who we are, the kind of rhythms of daily life and existence. So I mentioned that because I went away and... Uh, you know, we had three or four days away on this uh, for this cycling race, and coming back uh, home and getting back into my daily rhythms of you know praying the divine office, rosary in the morning, that sort of stuff. Oh, look, it's weird. I know it's going to sound crazy to some people, but it's just like it's just such peace that comes from being back in the rhythms and routines of life. So I really want to encourage you today, first, as a Catholic educator, look at the rhythms and routines in your life, particularly around prayer. And that's the uh, focus of today's quote. Now, remember, if you're not getting the daily quote, so I send out a very simple daily email to thousands of Catholic teachers around the world. And it's just a beautiful quote and a little bit of encouragement. It takes about sort of 30 seconds a day. So I, I try and time it so it gets to you at a good time. If you're not on that list, please, right now, whatever you're doing, go across to onecatholicteacher.com, O-N-E, onecatholicteacher.com, and you will see sign-up boxes just about everywhere. And uh, just pop your details in there and we'll get you this every day. But listen, let's do it. Here's today. This is from one of my all-time favorites, probably a real spiritual father to me, uh, St. John of the Cross, the great Carmelite mystic of 16th century Spain. Believe it or not, I once thought that I was going to be a Carmelite monk. True story. People that see me on stage and meet me, they think you in a in a silent Carmelite monastery? Absolutely. I spent a lot of time in the uh, Carmelite monastery uh, near Sydney and uh, there's a funny story. The, uh, the abbot, knowing me very well after a long period of time, famously said to me, Jonathan, you do not have a vocation to religious life. And as I am the head of the order in this country, you can take that as coming from God. <laughs> unambiguous, right? Really unambiguous. So that allowed me to to enter into the vocation that, uh, that God had for me. You know, I learned in that process that uh, you know, God does move in the things that we are drawn towards. He, he's... Sometimes discernment in the spiritual life can seem difficult, but I look back and I think, you know, God had uh, a, a plan, had an invitation for my life, and uh, as he has for yours. So let's do this. And John of the Cross, let, listen to this beautiful quote. He says, Let those eaten up with activity, and those who imagine they are able to shake the world with their preaching and other outward works, stop and reflect a moment. It will not be difficult for them to understand that they would be much more useful to the church 
and more pleasing to the Lord, not to mention the good example they would give to those around them if they devoted more time to prayer and to the exercise of the interior life. Isn't that good? The last bit there, you know, the amazing example, the usefulness, the pleasingness to the Lord. Pleasingness, is that a word? If they devoted more time to prayer and to the exercise of the interior life. Look, this is something that I've been banging on about forever. I've I, I got to give it a name. It's kind of like the great cosmic gamble because what most people seem to do and what many Catholic teachers seem to do is they're swimming in busyness because of the complexity and challenge of the vocation and all the expectations and pressures that keep getting added all the time. So they assume that time taken for prayer is going to be a withdrawal from the limited reserves they have, and therefore prayer, if it happens at all, is pushed way down the list. So what I have learned over many years, and what St. John of the Cross is trying to tell us, is it's actually the inverse of that belief system. The truth of the Christian life is that time devoted to prayer, time given to stillness and silence, actually empowers the vocation. I mean, look at the life of Jesus, right? I mean, it's very simple. We, whatever he did is, is he was teaching. You know, the, there's the reason the Holy Spirit shaped the Gospels the way they were shaped. So we see Jesus doing particular things. You know, they're called you know, hermeneutics, right? So you look at the fact that Jesus worked. I mean, why include that? Why include the fact that Jesus was a carpenter? Why even have that in there at all? What was the purpose of that? Well, it was to remind us that work is important. Anything Christ did, he ennobled and he elevated and he was teaching us it's important. So he's teaching us that food and wine matter and winning Feast of Cana, celebration matters. He's teaching us that healing matters and forgiveness. He teaches us all those things. But look at his life. He teaches us that prayer and solitude matter. Why? Because he did them all the time. How many times in the Gospels do we hear about Jesus coming away to a lonely place and they can't find him because he's up before dawn having this time of intimacy, solitude, uh, intimacy and solitude with his Father? So, again, John of the Cross is reminding us that we need to take the cosmic gamble. We need to take the gamble that if we devote more time to prayer, and stillness and contemplation, that he will take care of the rest. Remember Bishop Peter from Boise, Idaho taught me, whatever you do, don't make Jesus unemployed, okay? Don't let him be unemployed. He is capable of taking you exactly where you need to go and getting you through the day. So for me, as uh, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I share this because I hope it's useful to you, but basically, you know, I have morning prayer here, sort of, I'm a very early riser, so I get that done before the kids are up, I have morning prayer, and uh, for me, that's the divine office and the rosary, and, uh, you know, I love the rosary because I get to pray for people, it's an intercessory, powerful intercessory prayer, it's, John Paul II used to call it a school of prayer, where we learn to pray by praying with the Blessed Mother. And then what I do now is, and I, you know, I work a lot and I work at all sorts of different times, but then most days now, is pretty much every day, unless there's something significant going on, I will escape at about uh, the moment, it's usually around 1.30, and I get to my local church at about 1.45, and then I get an hour of Eucharistic adoration, contemplation, meditation, silence, stillness. I use noise-canceling headphones, because uh, you, know, you just you do this a lot, the little noises get to you. So I have that, and I just spend an hour 
in deep, deep contemplation. And then I go and do the school pickups. So I know you're listening going, well, that's lovely for you, Jonathan. You know, I, I, I have to you know, be here at the school and I don't have that kind of time. You will find something that works for you. It's not as if God's there going, hey, look, I want everybody to pray except you. Because I know that you can't because you're really busy. He wants, he, just, he wants us to pray because he wants to be with us. So whatever the structure takes for you, I just want you to think about taking the cosmic gamble. The gamble that despite how busy you are, the step into deeper prayer will sort of reap a massive harvest for you. I know that's hard. And, and of course, you know, the, the, let's, let's be honest, the devil does not want this to happen. You know, the devil does not want this to happen. The devil will do everything within his power to distract you, to convince you that this is just, you know, unnecessary or impossible. Press on, press on, press on, press on. The, the spiritual life is really a pretty serious business. It's not for the faint-hearted. If you want to go deeper in the Lord, if you want to go deeper in your vocation, if you want to be a greater blessing to young people, if you want to be a saint, this is what we need to do. All right, that's it from me. I want to wrap up. Uh, please come across onecatholicteacher.com. Everything's there. Uh, go and take the free trial. Go to the resources page. Check out everything there. Uh, check out the uh, Going Deeper resources, a free trial there. You're going to love that thing. Uh, last things, make sure you've subscribed. Huh? Hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, wherever you are. Hit subscribe. Share this with a few people. It would be a great blessing just to share this with more. But thank you for what you're doing. I really hope that uh, God's using you in the lives of young people and their families. All right, that's it for me today. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast, and I'm going to have another message for you tomorrow.